Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. today's show today is august 27th 2020 it is thursday it is dream theme thursday feels like a crazy thursday this morning i put on the news and man you want to say the word chaos you just cap letters man it's it's if it isn't one thing it's another that all the issues that are going on and going around our world are going by so fast that we don't even know which one to hold on to, which one to fix first. And the loudest screamer is getting the attention first. And I don't know where we're going to land, but we're going to land in a better place than where we started or this would not be happening. I feel like it just came in and took all the chaos that was just kind of bubbling around the edges and it put it all out for us to see just like our dreams do. Our dreams take our our craziest thoughts and they give them life so that we can see how far we need to go to even solve anything. And I've got a lot of dreams today so I'm going to start with, I have one from Liam and he says, My friend had a frightening dream, and I told him about your show. This is the account of the dream he had. I'll send him on the link so he can listen to your interpretation if you have time. Thanks. Here it is. I dreamt that I was in a cottage, and there was a girl lying down on a sofa or something. She looked as if she was dead and was laid out, hands clasped together, her skin was white, but she had very or she had heavy black eye makeup. She wore black clothing. I'm standing at the worktop looking at her from a few meters away. Eventually she gets up and starts doing things around the room like sweeping the floor and that. She doesn't seem to be aware of my presence. After a while she turns to the sofa and lays down in the same way that she was earlier in the dream. She looks at peace. I go over to her and I'm standing right over her. I tried asking her a few things, but she doesn't respond. I started to get emotional. Maybe I was crying. I felt so alone and I felt sad for her. Eventually, I felt this almighty force pushing on me from behind and pulling me towards her. There was a bizarre and ghostly moan, and I was screaming with fear, eventually rising off the ground. Around the time I woke up from the dream, although it seemed more like a nightmare. And this is a a very interesting dream, because you're part of 
what's happening from your point of view, but she doesn't even know you're there. And she seems fine. She has her way of laying down and and resting, and she may look a little spooky to you, wearing all the black, being so white, the heavy eye makeup. But she's basically doing her thing. What's more important is your reaction to this type of person. Because this dream is all about you and your perception of what's good and what isn't or what's scary and what what isn't. But the bigger thing in this dream is to tell you that what you're scared of most in life, whatever it is that you are stopping yourself from doing or know that you can't do and aren't taking your own step, is to be you. is to be you. Others are who they are, whether you like it or not, whether you're scared of them or not. You have no effect, just like you did in this dream, on them. But the same is true for you. Other people don't have that effect on you. If you really are who you are and you really want to do what you want to do, whether it's to learn a craft, go to school, get married, have children, get a different job, whatever feels scary to you, buy a house, whatever feels scary to you. No one can do it for you and no one can take it from you if you make a plan to do it. Where you say, I started to get emotional and maybe I was crying because she didn't respond. There's a part of you that's not responding to you. I felt so alone, and I felt sad for her. Actually, you feel sad for yourself because at times you feel alone, even with somebody else there. And then came the push, right? The push to try, try whatever it is. She was just a symbol of your fear in her color and in her, it's like you facing your own fear and knowing that your fear doesn't even know you're there. Your fear doesn't care. But when we allow fear to run who we are, then fear starts taking our lives away from us. My father always said, fear is the robber without a gun. It comes in and it just swipes your little life away from you. And no one else can live your life but you. It may have seemed like a nightmare because always facing our fear is going to take us to feeling like that. This was actually a very telling dream on whatever it is that frightens you. And not frightens you like has you shaking in your boots frightens you emotionally as all the change that will occur for the change that you probably need to make in your life. Because that is what this is about. She didn't even know you were there. And look at all the stuff you put around it. You decided she looked dead. You decided she looked scary. You saw her sweeping And she didn't have a care in the world. 
And then she went right back to sleep. But she is that symbol of fear. And you decided to interact with her, but she never knew you were there. And that's the robbery without a gun when it comes to fear. We sign off onto it, but fear doesn't care who it takes away from. It just takes away, and if you bite, you bite. And if you don't, you get your life. That's a very good dream. I'm Actually, I want to thank you for passing it along so that somebody can tell you that instead of you walking around with greater fear that you've had this nightmare. Because that in itself creates havoc. We're very interesting, complex thinkers, even the simplest of us. And our dreams wake us up. Hey, pay over pay attention over here. That bizarre ghostly moan and that you found yourself screaming with fear is because you're interacting with fear. But then you started rising off the ground to see a different viewpoint. And you must be ready for it because you had enough impact of this dream to pass it along. Just don't revert back to fear to solve whatever it is you're trying to get to because fear will not take you there. Fear is designed to hold us in place, keep us in regret and resentment, make us feel like we don't have capability or capacity to learn and grow. But the minute you face fear, so how will you face fear? You will say, I'm just going to try. Today I'm going to take this step. Because a lot of times we think of doing something that we know we can do, we want to do, we've put it off and we got used to putting it off. But you need to tell yourself, I don't need to do it in one day. I just have to have a plan. And think it through so that your brain can balance itself instead of try to show you this way that the fear that you believe you have doesn't even know you're there even though you've adopted it. The biggest line in this is that you had this whole dream and she wasn't even aware that you were there. Think about that. So all the feelings, all the response, all the assumptions were all yours. Talk about self-accountability. Because we're the ones who do to ourselves everything that happens to us, for the most part. So pay attention. Really think about what am I holding myself back from? And why? What? scares me because life is a lot scarier than any dream you're ever going to have in our minds. But when we're not scared of life, we create our dreams, our real dreams, the dreams we have during the day that we have the power to navigate through. I would be curious to hear what you think. Thank you for sending your dream in. I have another couple dreams. I have, hello, Nadia. 
I hope you and your family are well. If you have time, could you please interpret a dream for me, and I would like to please remain anonymous. The full dream I cannot remember, only something that happened three times and the ending. I'm walking in a park that's familiar to me and a fence to my left. Out of nowhere, a vicious lion jumps at me from the other side of the fence and tries to elbow lock me and take me over the fence to his side. I scarily break free. So in my dream, the above is repeated three times in the course of a very long dream I cannot remember. I do remember in the dream that I plan in my head how I could prevent the lion from actually grabbing me. I think of making the fence larger or another fence to prevent the lion from grabbing me, and then I'm in the dream again. I never actually make the preventative fence. I only think of it, and then I'm there walking alongside the fence again. I do remember the ending. I come home, and I'm in my bedroom. I feel the lion is in my home, but I can't see him. I begin to look around quietly, and then I wake up. LOL. Thanks so much, Nadia. I keep thinking of this dream. I do have a lot going on right now, and it seems as though I don't have enough time in the day. Much love your way. So you have a vicious lion at your side. <laughs> Think about it. You know, people have a little pet, and it follows them around, and you have this vicious lion that will not go away. And even when you try to, like, think of something else or try to break free of it or try to create a plan for it to go away, even when you went home and things were quiet, this lion is, like, hovering over you mentally or even physically in your dream. But really what it's telling you, because what's a lion? Its roar can scare the heck out of anybody. But why a lion? And even though you have a lot of stuff that's keeping you so busy that there isn't enough time in a day, and for the most part, that kind of is how our lives are run, which is why that little pandemic break that we had, we didn't have it long enough, but we had it as long as we needed it, was to give us that priority. And for you, the running around is spinning you. But what this dream is telling you, and it happened three times, what are the three most important things in your life? What are they? And write them down. One, two, three. And anything that doesn't support those top three things, you need to reconsider. Does this support my family? Does this support my work? Does this support my life? And if something doesn't fit in any of those categories, then it's off the list. Because what this dream is telling you is all about focus. Even though the physical lion wasn't there ready to rip you to shreds <laughs> and you trying to find your, a way to protect yourself from that force of prioritizing that even when you went home and you were in your bedroom, you're like, wow, it's hovering, it's hovering, it's around me. Why is it still here? Why doesn't it go away? Focusing you to prioritize 
so that your line of work every day, whatever it is, from shopping to home to, you know, your your kids to everything, and putting it in a way that you can serve what is in your life well. Line didn't eat you. It didn't attack you. It's just trying to get your attention. You. Instead of cocooning yourself from your bigness by creating even more walls around you like you were going to against the lion, take the walls down and look at what is real. And then decide in that reality what's most important and only choose three things because you, like you said you've only got so many hours in a day we all get those 24 how we break that down is in our hands and then serve it well and I hope that helps you that was a very clear dream it was giving you a message and it was telling you I'm not going to go away. I don't care where you go. It's not just you walking past me and me roaring at you. I am still there until you figure me out. So figure it out. Write it down. Let yourself serve it and see what happens. And let me know. I would be really interested to hear. So I have another dream. And this one is also anonymous. I was dreaming that I was talking to someone I liked. The person was telling me a funny story how he and his friend were jumping on balloons. I jokingly wanted to say how he should take me to try that out. Basically, I was letting him know I liked him. But then I felt that was overbearing and I felt embarrassed. So I just said, oh, that's a funny story. Thank you always. Isn't it funny how we have feelings and then we backtrack because we feel silly? The only thing I can tell you, and it's something my dad used to say as we grow up, as I grew up, it was the best advice he gave me and it covered business and it covered everything I've done in my life since he told me, is the guy who gets the date is the guy who asked. If we don't tell someone something, they will not know. And the minute you did say something, you took it away. The The other person didn't even answer yet, but you took it away. But you are growing in your dreams. I've done your dreams before. By at least speaking, by at least saying something. Now you have to work on not taking it back because what are you going to lose? You're going to lose everything if you take it back. And you're not going to jump in and marry the guy. Be their friend. And once you're their friend, you can decide if you want it to go further. Because I have to say very clearly that what we think we want from a partner and what a partner is or who that person might be 
a lot of times we'll walk right by because we expect them to come in a different packaging or we expect them to fulfill that fantasy we have in our head of what they're going to look like, what they're going to be like, and why. But if you're someone's friend first and you don't have that pressure of you have to like them or not, you have to see them again or not, now is the time for you to learn that part of it. That it's not overbearing to tell someone how you feel. It's not like you're going to say, well, I'm in love with you and I want to go out with you. No. Hey, I would like to try that out. Stop. Don't say anything else. Let the person respond. See what they say. It's not about being overbearing or embarrassed now. Now it's about letting life show you back what you are sharing with it. It's a give and take. It's a give and take. Not just a give and not just a take. You are part of the equation of any relationship you ever have. And when you start out that way, you can be that way in the relationship. Think about that. It's not just about him liking you or you liking him. It's about the two of you being able to communicate and not be sorry or retractive when you are saying something. See what happens. Be yourself. Be yourself so that they can be themselves and you can make a better decision ultimately. Isn't that interesting? Thank you for your dream. I have one more. This one is Liam again. I'm sorry to hog the lines today, but I just woke up to a dream myself. I have a reoccurring dream. I am at events or functions of some kind of social gathering, and I'm the most popular person there. I'm interacting. I'm making people laugh. Everyone I bump into, I have something humorous to say, and everyone wants a piece of me. I had that dream last night, and after the function, I was driving my car, but I had been drinking at the function, and my car was losing control, so I pulled over. Then I was cycling a bike with a bunch of people, and we stopped. Then someone stole my bike, as it was a good one. I ended back at the afters of the function to find my bike, and I found an Irish Times article where someone was defaming my character, saying all kinds of lies about me. I said in the dream I'd sue them. My friend whose dream was the last one was also trying to call people to figure out who defamed me. Also, just before I saw that article, I saw a gay lad I know in real life. He came on to me, but I told him I'm not gay. I said I'm bi or pansexual. Final point, I forgot to say, kind of felt like I was working behind the scenes at this function also. Maybe a waiter or something like that, but can't recall fully. This dream is all-encompassing on what other people think or do to you. Good, bad, or indifferent. Good, the popularity. Good, the you knowing enough to know when to pull over and take a minute. Good in finding an alternative solution to your problem of having drank too much and riding a bike. Then somebody stealing your bike. Then you going back kind of to the scene 
and then finding the person, and then somebody having your back, and then your sexuality being put on the table. It's like, you know that laundry list of life that we want to be loved, we want to be cared for, we want to care for ourselves, we want to face our challenges, and at the end of the day, we want to feel safe. And you went through all of that in your dream. It's like, you know, when when we're very far into our heads, into our minds, and if someone compliments us, we have a good day. But what if that person didn't compliment you? Would you still have a good day? Or somebody says something negative, and then we say, oh, this is a bad day. Look at what so-and-so said about me. Or would you be able to put that in its place and still have a good day? The fact that you've defined yourself sexually, now you're able to answer in a dream even. It's that far internalized. If somebody steals something from you, you feel like you're not alone, somebody will actually help you. And if people love you, you're able to take it at that same time. But you also know when you're going off the rails, like, okay, I think I drank too much, I have enough presence of mind to know I'm losing control of my car, let me pull over. Well, you have enough presence of your mind to pull over in life. And say, yeah, I had a great time, but look, I have this little issue. Let me see, can I take care of myself? Oh, yes, I can. Steal something from you and you find yourself back where you were. And oh, look, I have a partner in helping me find this. But the other important thing is the character issue, the defaming your character. There's whatever anyone says or does, there will always be someone to do that. Just like there will always be someone who will pick you up and make you feel better. I get both all day long. All day long. I don't want to say every day, but pretty frequently. And I've had to make decisions along the way to say, okay, enough. Why? Because it it was getting old. It didn't make a difference. And it is also the robber without a gun. It's somebody I may not know well or have ever met. And yet they want to come and argue every day about themselves because I don't care for that argument. And you just have to say when. When do I stop putting so much stock into what other people say? Because even with all the good that you were desired by all, did it stop your bike from being stolen? Did it stop other people from defaming That's why it's good to put it all in perspective. When people compliment you, thank you. And when people defame you, thank them. Because they're all teaching you your character. No one can defame our character unless we let them. And no one can make us bigger than we are unless we let them. And both are hard. Because you don't want to be put on a pedestal because then what if you you have a bad day? 
What if you do something someone doesn't like and you're up on this pedestal? Who wants to be on a pedestal? So you having your own balance is the key to your dream. Is you knowing yourself well enough to not let one boost you up so high that without it you're not happy or one to take you so low that with, with it you're unhappy. It's all about balance, whether it's sexual, whether it's work, whether it's you know a social setting or whether it's someone taking away from you. It's all about balancing that out. And you, you knowing yourself well enough to not give that power away to anybody. So I hope that helped. I am already done. I can't believe we went through four dreams. I was concerned I wouldn't be able to, but we did it. Thank you. I will see you guys tomorrow on Questions Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.